jumped joyously, journeying through the jungle. Joseph Slandag slowly slurps his slurpee from Wendy's. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Untitled Fan Life Project, the podcast. This is episode two, and my name's Amy. And I'm Caleb. And yeah, we are new van lifers now. It's official. So in this second episode, we're pretty much focusing on our move into our van. So if you listen to the first episode, you know that we bought a 2006 Dodge Sprinter van in January. And our plan was to slowly move into it um, over the next couple of months and maybe break our lease on our house early because we had a lot of trips planned in April and May that we were going to take the take the van on in June. But, alas, now it is alas. July something, July 8th, <laughs> um, and as we all know, COVID-19 has happened and is happening still presently. We're in the midst of a pandemic. So that kind of changed our plans a little bit. So if you do, <laughs> if you do listen to the first episode, um, that was before everything, all the COVID. Before everything changed. Before everything <laughs> changed. Before, yes. But did it change? Because here we are, beginning of July, having moved into the van with uh, our rent is done, our lease has been ended, and we're sitting here recording the second podcast overlooking Twin Lakes um, out by Buena Vista, Colorado, which is... <laughs> oh, we're by closer to Twin Lakes, Colorado. Okay, closer to Twin Lakes. <laughs> you but... already said Twin Lakes. Yeah, I did. <laughs> At the but base they are of, the twin lakes. At the base of Mount Elbert, the tallest mountain in Colorado, <laughs> which is pretty cool. So it did happen. It did happen. It did happen. And Just we're gonna... a lot of stuff in between did not go as planned. Let's talk about it. All right. What didn't go as planned? <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, yeah, I think you mentioned that our lease on our house ended end of June, June 30th at 12 um, PM. PM, noon, had to be out. Uh, but we bought the... Ba- the van back in January. So uh, in the meantime, those six months where we were living in both, we had all these trips planned to shoot weddings and elopements and uh, go to retreats and workshops. And slowly, one by one, as we got back after our first trip in the van to Moab, uh, week by week, all those plans and trips canceled. And uh, we ended up not even taking the van out again until well, this week no. <laughs> <laughs> until now, yeah. uh, and we ended up just staying a lot, spending a lot of time at home, and we were supposed to spend a lot of time on the road during those months. Such an interesting thing, though, here because yes, we thought we were going to be on the road so much April, May, June. Like we were been thinking about breaking our lease early mm-hmm. just because we weren't going to be in the house ever, um, and on, the complete opposite ended up happening. Complete yeah, we opposite. ended up spending like six straight weeks mm-hmm. at home together before either of us of us like went back to a job mm-hmm. uh and we thought we'd be spending like at least half of that time on the road to arizona to new mexico uh different places oregon. in colorado oregon oh, man another moab trip we had another moab trip in we there. we did have another moab trip in there we cannot stop going to moab <laughs> nothing wrong with that <laughs> yeah so it's kind of crazy just to think the total opposite way things ended up happening. It wasn't even just like a slight change. Like there were just a few trips that canceled and no, it was everything. And and on top of everything being canceled, we weren't going anywhere outside of our house. Right. We weren't hanging out in Denver. We weren't working. Um, yeah. So 
total opposite. In hindsight now, Caleb, what do you think of that? Like, what do you think of that time? What do you think that time brought you? A time that was supposed to be so busy and so travel-oriented and was kind of the opposite. Uh, I mean, it's hard to even look back now and think that we could have done all those trips. I mean, we probably had like a month worth of trips planned out from March to the end of June. I'd say more than a month. More than a month worth of trips where we would be away from home in the van, hopefully in the van, taking these trips, and then also slowly moving out of our house into the van and adjusting the van life. Um, Now, looking back, it seems like that would have been extremely hard and stressful. And just like really, we would have had to work really hard to make all those trips happen and to move out. I Mm -hmm. feel like all that happened still with all the time we had um, at the very last second. And even then... We didn't even get to move into the van until five days after we were kicked out of our house for our lease. We'll get into that. (laughs) (laughs) So we were uh, straight up homeless for a few days. So that was even off schedule uh, eventually. Um, Yeah, I don't don't know. It, it, you know, it feels like the time went by fast. Um, There was a lot of great days that looked very similar, especially during intense quarantine times. But you know, I think we both said it was really good that we just kind of, the universe kind of granted us that time to like really kind of, you know, live in the city, stay at home, uh, not travel because our lives are about to be literally 24-7 travel. How did it make you feel? How do you feel about it? Yeah, kind of looking back in hindsight, it is just very interesting how we were just given this time to almost just like... I don't know, say goodbye to the house and say goodbye to that way of living is kind of what it felt like. Yeah, the way of living that we started since we were born. Well, the way of living changed a little bit because we were in a pandemic, so it wasn't (laughs) exactly how we'd always lived. living in a a house with a permanent address for a definite or like, you know, a longer stretch of time. Mm -hmm. Um, Having a toilet and like... Having indoor plumbing, having a toilet, (laughs) having... But yeah, it was almost just like... I do kind of feel like, like you were saying, the universe is like, okay, your lives are about to be travel. You don't need to be traveling this much right now. Mm -hmm. Like, just soak this up, take it in, squeeze every last ounce of it out, and then go to your travels. So it's kind of cool to think about it that way. Pandemic was not cool. I'm not trying to say pandemic is cool. COVID sucks. But (laughs) you know what I mean. It was a, it was... We had a lot of really good days, too. And I kind of feel like some of those days are similar to the days we've been spending in the van a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, we're three days in, so. (laughs) Okay. I also think, too, I agree with you that trying to move out with all the travels we had planned would have been very stressful. Um, I can say that I was pretty stressed about us moving anyways, even with all of our trips being canceled. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think it would have been a lot. It's not, and it's not even just moving. It was getting rid of everything. This was a different kind of move than any other move we've ever done before. Yeah. Most moves, you take majority of your stuff and you transport it to another place and put it in that new place. This move was a very a lot of getting rid of things. I mean, that's all it was. <laughs> it was again, it was getting rid of things, and it was also determining what we wanted to take and what we wanted to get rid of. Because obviously mm-hmm. we took some we took some stuff, but getting rid of literally like every big thing that you own, beds, couches, tables, TVs, furniture, coffee tables. I've never done that. Just gotten rid of everything. No, like you're saying, you always just move it to the mm-hmm. new location. Mm-hmm. 
Or you do get rid of one or two and just buy new ones when you get there. Yeah. But like, yeah. I mean, we minimized a lot when we moved from Nashville to Denver, but mm-hmm. we were still living in a two-bedroom house in Denver for the last two and a half years. Um, so, yeah, we had accumulated more more possessions than needed. Um, and I think one talk, you know, conversation with a lot of van life people or tiny home people is like, do you, when you move into, when you start van life, do you rent out a storage unit mm-hmm. for items that, or big items or any items that you may want that may not fit van life, but like you don't want to get rid of per se. Um, so that's always out there. And we discussed heavily the option of like, yeah, should we rent out the storage unit and keep some stuff like our bed or couch, coffee table, um, just items that we know if we ended van life or when or if or who knows what that is. But if that ever ended and we did move back into a permanent residence, would we want those items back? Or would we have to like re, what's the word? Rebuy. Rebuy. <laughs> Refurnish. Furnish. Furnish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was kind of. a blank on that one right there. <laughs> from a logistical standpoint. Wait, let the wind have a moment. Oh. all the colors of the wind. Yeah, one of the coolest parts about being out here in the wilderness is you can, like, hear the wind coming. Like, you can hear it approaching, which is super cool. You can hear it before it gets to you, and then it comes, and then it just goes away. Yeah, it's, it's hard cool. to really convey exactly the, the location <laughs> we're sitting in when we're recording this podcast, when you are hearing it. You know but what? I'm literally staring at a 14,000-foot mountain. You know what? Let's we'll take a picture after. Okay. And we'll post it on social media and it's like this is the picture from podcast episode two. Podcast episode two. Sitting here with our dogs drinking tea. Yeah. Drinking tea. But yes, storage unit was something we threw around from a logistical standpoint. I was thinking, okay, well whenever we do move out of the van, I know I'm gonna want I mean, now that I think about our mattress is actually pretty dope in the van. But when I was (laughs) not thinking of that, I was like my, our mattress was the big thing. I was like, I mean, I want a bed when we move out. And we have one, so why would we get rid of it? But honestly, then we kind of sat there and we thought about it and we were like, the price that we would pay for a storage unit for a few years would like be more probably than just buying a new mattress or buying a new blank. New anything, yeah. So we just decided not to. And neither one of us really get attached to furniture or things like that no we've always been pretty good at when we needed to like when we moved to denver and we have to you know decide between certain items to take or not take we were very like not that this not that (laughs) this not that not that not that kind of thing so this was just more like all right everything gotta go it's like a fire (laughs) sale there were some things you didn't even get a choice i mean all the furniture you didn't even get a choice on i guess the choice was storage or not but and we decided not once storage. Once we decided so no storage, then it was like, okay, everything has to go. Then we just went at it. Both of us just like split items, and it's like Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, whatever you could list and get money for within you know the week, mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We like went through and made an item, a list of items that we wanted to keep, or like mm-hmm. we thought would be useful in the van, but everything else was just. So Caleb, what are some free to go? What are some things that you ended up keeping? Yeah. Yeah, our dogs are out here with us, too. Jet! We have a little wanderer. <laughs> Jet! Which he shouldn't wander because he's old and his hip sucks. Jetson! Jet, come here. 
Is it still going? It's still going. Okay. <laughs> Real life, we had to go chase chase our dog who wandered off. It's not even chase. It's more like corral. Corral, yeah. He's like a sheep, and we are his shepherds. Yes, and he's just a wanderer. And yep, where were we? <laughs> okay. Um, I know we were talking about getting rid of things, but I feel like we kind of covered that. But I mean, I feel I like you were about to ask a question. Oh yeah, I remember now. Um. Are there any things that you kept that you think people might be surprised you decided to bring in a van? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're hinting at a certain object. Objects. Um, oh, objects. There's two of them. Oh. Okay. Um, let's see. I did bring my Xbox One. I think that would surprise a lot of people. Is that one you're thinking of? The Xbox One was one I'm thinking of. Also, I feel like it should be noted here. That before we moved into the van, we had so many game consoles. <laughs> this seems off subject. <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of gaming consoles, but you know what? Video games are actually really cool. I just like to give Caleb shit for Thank you. how many consoles Thank he, you. Had. he had. But now, we By live in way, a van, and we still have two consoles. Three, if you count the Game Boy Advance that I never got rid of. Oh, I don't think he's played that in ever. Does anyone want a Game Boy Advance? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that was one of them. The Xbox One was one, and then the other. The other one? Nintendo um, Switch. The Nintendo Switch is something that you don't think people would have thought I would brought? Yeah. Really? The Nintendo Switch is perfect for van life. It is, but I just don't think people realize that you can have a video like a video gaming console in a van. Well, that, our... like kind of lends to the minimalistic lifestyle. Oh, yeah. You totally can. Yeah. So, it's cool. And we have a projector <laughs> screen, so we've been playing... Caleb's been playing Zelda. And I played CTR for the first time. It was cool. Alright, so, back <laughs> back to... Oh. Sorry, I got distracted by a dog. Sometimes they just look so cute. Bringing the dogs into this, I would love to let... Or just talk about their reaction to the move. Because... I am so proud of them. <laughs> I'm so proud of how you could tell they knew something was happening. Like, things were constantly being moved out of the house. There was constantly being less. We weren't really boxing up much until the last couple of days. And, like, the only things we were boxing were things we were keeping. So, there wasn't really that aspect. But you could tell that they knew something was going on. And they behaved beautifully. Yep, that seems unnatural for domesticated yeah. Animals. And I don't remember much from our move from Nashville to Denver, but I don't feel like they behaved that well then. <laughs> so props to them. Props to the dogs. So props to the dogs. They did an amazing job. So COVID happens. Was there a moment? Everything kind of starts to get canceled. All the trips we had planned, some weddings we'd planned to shoot. Was there ever a moment where you doubted van life? And thought, I should just stay. We should just stay here. I think so. I think I remember talking at one point. I honestly don't remember what month it was. Could have been April. Could have been May. Um, could have even been June. Early June where we were talking about even extending our lease uh, on our house. Maybe do it going month to month to see and like to kind of just like wait out COVID. Like what's going to happen? Should we actually jump into van life just to complete unstable van life in the midst of everything else in the economy and world being unstable 
And uh, there was a moment where we were kind of like, yeah, like maybe even the whole day we were like, yeah, we should actually stay around Denver, see what maybe jobs we could get if stuff doesn't work out, and then just like keep the van in our back pocket for when everything clears up, if that ever happens. Um, But honestly, yeah, I feel like it was 24 hours later. We were like, no, we already bought the van. We've been waiting months for this. Like, why would, why would all this change? We're just, we can, we want to make this life happen um, regardless of what, lies ahead in the future because that's kind of the part about van life it's embracing every day as it comes it's hard to plan ahead um things happen that you just can't foresee and you have to deal that as it happens and meet that moment there um so yeah we did away with that idea really quickly we did i think too it took maybe like 24 hours or so i think for me to realize like how invested already was in van life yeah even though it was looking different than we had thought kind of like you said that's that's a huge part of living in a van is you can't you meet each moment as it comes Mm -hmm. you kind of drop all expectation and embrace what's happening in the moment and i do think after having that talk and being like yeah maybe we should stay and then 24 hours later being like nope i think (laughs) i just realized like i was like i'm already invested and like sold in this being my next step and I could always, if I wanted to, find an excuse for it not to be. Yep. I feel like it hit us at the same time. Yeah. We were both like, yeah, staying in Denver seems smart. And then we're like, no. <laughs> what? Why would we do that? We can ac- We have access to this, the, the life we're in right now. I kind of thought of it, too. Like, I, if I removed myself from the situation and saw this as someone, like, what's happening to a friend, and I would think, you've already bought this van. Like, you have it. Go. 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 So sometimes, I don't know, that kind of helped me come to that conclusion as well. But there was another little twist in us moving into the van. Twist, 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 twist. Twist, 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 twist. Twist. So our lease on our house was up at the end of June, June 30th. And about three weeks before then. Roughly. Roughly three weeks before then, we decided to take the van into the shop a couple of reasons on our trip to moab it broke a windshield wiper so we, uh, yes. <laughs> we knew we needed to get that fixed and then also we just hadn't taken it into a shop since we bought it and i don't know i just kind of wanted to make sure everything was good before we moved into it so we take it into a shop with about three weeks left in our house i thought that was plenty of time turns out it wasn't there were a f- a decent number of things that needed to be done to the van, and they were complicated things, and there were some complications in the fixing of these There were some these complications things. in the complicated things. Yes. So, long story short, the van ended up being in two shops for a long period of time. June 30th comes around the day we have to be out of our house, and we still don't have our van. It's still <laughs> in the shop. And um, something that I've learned that car shops like to do is not give you an exact time or date on when your car will be ready, which makes sense, but left us in kind of a when you When you have no no other place to live and you're getting forced out of the place you're at and needing this vehicle slash home, then yeah, that's a a different situation. (laughs) Yeah. So luckily we have the most kind and gracious friends shout out to sarah beth and peyton who let us (laughs) let us stay at their house for indefinite (coughs) 
question. Thank you. For an indefinite amount of time, because we did not know when we were getting our van back. We had been told time frames before, and it had not been delivered in that time frame, so we really had no idea. It could be one day, it could be one week, a month, I don't know, we had no clue. Um, so we moved all of our stuff into our friend's garage, and we stayed in their house, not knowing how long we were going to be there, with our dogs. They have a dog, too, and a cat, so it was kind of a fun <laughs> little zoo. But yeah, that was an interesting twist, 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 in our story as well. But we made it. We made it here just, you know, four days or three or four days after we were originally planned to, to end our lease and move into van life. And now this is day three mm-hmm. officially. And how do you feel? Day three? Day three. Day three, I feel kind of like, I don't know, I kind of feel like. It's starting to sink in a little bit more with every hour, every minute that passes. Like, this isn't just a trip. Is that because we're recording this podcast overlooking Twin Lakes? <laughs> Possibly. But yeah, it's starting to sink in more that this isn't just a trip. So it's starting to feel a little more... Now I'm feeling just a little more like this is like permanent as I know it. Permanent as I know it right now. Yes, I'm feeling that way too. And with that, I'm like, crap how are we going to keep the dogs clean yes in a permanent (laughs) in this permanent Colorado is very dusty and dry and we love having our dogs outside with outside with us and they love being outside too but they just love they will just like make snow angels in the dust and it's like literally our dog one of them well they're both black one of them is now a light brown (laughs) and his white paws are now a dusty gray yes But no, I feel I know I know we've talked about this. It feels like each moment since we have like officially moved into the van, you're fully there. And you're because I don't know what to even imagine or expect for the next moment to be. So I almost just I feel so full and so present in each moment. And at the end of the day, it leaves me feeling very full, but also very tired, but not from being busy necessarily, but mm-hmm. just from like being so experienced almost. Yeah. Like experienced every moment in the day. Mm-hmm. Fully. Yeah. I feel like we've kept on saying like, <laughs> we're only on day three and I'm like, man, those were some of the longest days, but they're not really the longest days looking back. It's just that they were the fullest days from the moment, from every moment. Even sleeping has been <laughs> uh, an event. Sleeping in the van is, it's so cozy. Sleeping has been one of, I think that's my favorite part as of right now. <laughs> like, sleeping in the van? Or like just the evening, nighttime. Yeah, it's it's the cozy van. Yeah, it's very cozy and like we make good food and play good music and just, I don't know, it's good. Have good times. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, but every moment has just been full. Is, is, and so, yeah, it's the days haven't been long. They've been the normal 24 hours, but my experience and how I'm, like, aware of them is very present. Mm-hmm. It's very here, and uh, that's something I definitely hadn't felt, uh, I think, in, like, the six weeks leading up to van life. It's felt like I needed to be anywhere else but here because I had all these things to try and move forward and to, like, make happen and to figure out. And now it's just like, oh, no, the figuring out is just the being here. Hmm. 
the figuring out is just the being here. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a good, <laughs> a beautiful note to end on. No. The figuring out is just the being it's here. It's just the being here. And that's what it felt like the last three days. And I don't know what's going to happen next. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do know. The only thing we do know that po- probably, possibly could happen next is... All of our trips are still canceling. So yeah. that's one thing. So now we're just kind of free to roam around Colorado as we please. Or, or well, elsewhere. Depends. Depends. Depends on the state of... Of certain things. Yes. How are you feeling? Never mind, scratch. You already <laughs> scratch. answered that. You already answered that. <laughs> uh, you said that was a good note to end on. Yeah, I did. I did. So we're going to end right there as we overlook these lakes and hear a boat. You or maybe it's, it's a, boat? a car. I think it's like a off off-road vehicle. Yeah, I think it is. I don't see any boats. <laughs> I don't see any boats either. Also, if anyone listening has a car that is also a boat. Yeah. Like a transformer type situation. (laughs) That is so cool. And can you maybe show us how to do that to our van? Next step. Let's live in it for for like, you know, four years or so on the land. And then we'll turn it into a ship and sail it across the sea. Yes. Oh, I feel like we should also note. Our van has a new identity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Episode so, two, we got to get it out there. Yeah, we do. So episode one, and just in general, if you've listened to us talk about our van, her name was Shasta. This was her original name. From the previous owner. Mm-hmm. Travis, shout out. Love you. And we really liked the name a lot. But we kind of felt like with the journey of moving into the van and not having the van and being homeless for a little bit, when we got the van back from having been in the shop for like over three weeks and us having been homeless and carless and everything less, we just felt like the van needed a start over. Yeah, it's like the the life we had planned for Shasta is not panning out. Did not pan out or just wasn't existent. Yeah. So, yeah, it didn't feel like it connected with us. So we decided to rename it. What so, did we name it? So our van's name is Santiago. Santiago. So, I'm excited. Do you want to give background on why it's named Santiago? Okay. Why we chose that? that. So, background on the name Santiago. um, It came from the book The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Sure. Paulo Coelho. Paulo Coelho. He's from Brazil. um, So, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right. But, The Alchemist, the main character in that book, his name is Santiago. And... Basically, the storyline is he goes on a journey to pursue his personal legend, which kind of feels like what we're like embarking his life's on. life's purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Read the book if you haven't. Read the book if you haven't. I just started it again today. Um, it's definitely one of, I think, both of our favorite books. Yeah. Something that's kind of impacted our lives a lot. So Santiago, it felt, it felt very right. Mm-hmm. To give the van that name. Well, it's official now. Welcome, Santiago, yes. to the Untitled Van Life Project, which is now n- not untitled. It's Santiago. Santiago. The project <laughs> is untitled. The van is titled, titled Santiago. Yes. <laughs> Santiago. All right. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for the next one. 
Thank you all so much for listening. And we'll see you next time. We love you. Bye. Underneath the statue, all will be answered in due time.